0: We talk about this concept a lot during the podcast because thinking about one's own thoughts is the gateway to changing things for the better. And it's only once you've gone through introspection that you're able to make the adjustments that you need that you can correct things and go on the new path which will get you even better results. Now, we often use this concept in terms of when we're going out and trying something. For example, trying to achieve a goal. So if we set out to... Get a degree for example you go to your university you do your studies you get the feedback back and then you reflect on each day each semester until you finally get the degree and of course while you're reflecting you make the adjustments so on the day-to-day when you go to university if you find that you're not retaining anything then you get some extra help if you find that your exam marks aren't good enough then you might give up some hobbies and start focusing more on your studies whatever it takes to get you over the line. And that's what metacognition is about as far as performance enhancement. But there are also other uses for it that are super important. One of these uses is basically used for anxiety, stress, or any time you're feeling unresourceful. Because at any point in time, we can become overwhelmed, whether it's social anxiety, whether it's overwhelmed while performing for somebody, whatever it is, it's quite an easy thing to get out of if you're prepared to put in the time to learn the technique. And that's what this episode's all about. So let's look at metacognition in reducing stress, anxiety, and all negative emotions. The first step is to understand that when you're going through any negative emotion, that there's been a cascade that's actually brought you to that place, that it didn't happen automatically. And chances are, it's actually not much to do what's happening on the external. So for sure, somebody might have just sworn at you and it puts you in a bad mood. But somebody could have sworn at you and you would have ignored it if it was your friend. So what that infers is that all of the negativity is really being worked out in your head. Your thoughts are cranking out over and over all these negative repetitions which bring you to a worse and worse place until at the end of it, you just feel terrible about yourself. So the first step is in realizing that it's our thoughts that get us there in the first place. And you already know that, right? So what is the solution? Well, if the thoughts get us there, then thoughts can get us out. That's what's advocated by many positive thinking experts. But the fact is this just doesn't work so well for most of the population for example if you've ever felt bad i mean really bad and somebody said just think positive and things will get better chances are they're talking about a greater philosophy which will encompass a longer period of time and sure in a week or two things will look better but in the moment that advice just doesn't help at all the only thing that i can think of that would work would be a plan B and that's something that we'll talk about at the end of the episode and that's as far as thinking yourself out of your problems but for now let's take the different approach let's look at what would happen if you got out of your mind as soon as you're out of your mind and i don't mean in a crazy way but out of your mind as in out of that negative processing place suddenly you have clarity and that moment of clarity is worth everything so what does this mean well As we've talked about in the past, you can only process seven to nine things consciously at any period of time. And chances are if things are going negatively, then that's on over time, processing all of the negative stuff. Meanwhile, unconsciously, you're processing millions of bits of information which are making you feel worse and worse and worse. And this is a crazy cycle because you'll think negative thoughts, you'll process things negatively, and you'll have a negative outcome. You might throw in some positive thinking Your BS filter goes beep, 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 beep and says I'm not going to fall for that and then you feel worse about yourself because you've been lying to yourself because things aren't really great at the moment and then it's compounded and not only you feel worse but you feel like you're stuck because the positive thinking that you tried just didn't help. Now you're in a bind. What are you going to do? We have to leave the mind and what that means is to get out of our thoughts, get out of our head and the best way to do that. Is through a process that's kind of similar to mindfulness. Now mindfulness, I'm not a huge fan of overall because there's almost like a cult following of it in that people want you to be mindful all the time. Mindful while you're walking down the road. Mindful while you're doing the dishes. All of these things which stems from some Buddhist type philosophy where you're meant to get the most out of every moment. And I can see the value in it but if you're realistic it's kind of a tragic way to live because because life is so varied. Sometimes I want to do housework and listen to music. Sometimes I want to multitask. Sometimes I want to do a whole heap of things. Sometimes it's better to focus, but I want to have the ability to do whatever I want when I want. And I'm sure you're the same too. And in order to do that, you can't be mindful all the time. But realizing that it's a great tool Will take you really far particularly in terms of stress and anxiety so you get to that terrible place you've tried everything you're feeling negative you feel worse about yourself because you've been lying to yourself you're in a bind because you've lost hope and then you're like i'm not going to go through these mental exercises anymore and i agree with you so let's get out of your mind in the past i've talked about the five senses exercise and that would speak to this episode you could absolutely do that And that's looking at five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste, so on and so on, until you're absolutely out of your mind. Those seven to nine bits of conscious information have all been used up looking at your outside world, and suddenly you have that little piece of freedom. And with that freedom comes clarity, and with that clarity, you're able to look at things objectively and make decisions in an adaptive, distancing way from your emotions so that you're not overwhelmed by the emotions, particularly if they're negative emotions. But what really works well is if this comes from you, because somebody can tell you to do something, but if it's not from you, it's just advice at best. And there's too much advice out there, so you have to learn things from first principles. So what that means is just understanding. Think to yourself, one, Do I really process seven to nine things consciously at one point in time and see how much you can actually notice in the moment? And I don't mean over two or three seconds, I mean in one moment. And if it sounds like, yeah, well, Michael's done the right thing, well, let's move on to the next thing. Well, if I've got seven to nine things to think about and it's being taken up consciously looking at all this stuff that's really frustrating me, what about if I put my focus on something else? And then you try it out and you see that it distracts you a little bit and you're like, okay, this has some utility. Now, what you put your focus on is completely up to you. You can look around yourself and you can see a 100 things. And once you've got to 100, that's enough. You don't have to go through all the five senses. And besides, all this five senses talk is very introductory. All you have to do is really watch an uh, engaging YouTube video For a few seconds and that's automatically taken up most of that attention if you've got your focus right on that thing at that point in time and that'll get you a similar result whatever it takes once you get outside of your head you have that adaptive distancing from the emotions and when you're no longer tied into that emotion then you're free to choose to do otherwise and that's the whole purpose of this once you can do that everything will change So this is all from going from the outside in. Let's look at it the other way. Let's see if we really can engineer it so that if there is something on the inside, can we change things in the heat of the moment? So for the NLP practitioners out there, that's all to do with some modalities. So when you're stuck in your thoughts, your thoughts continue to pound you with different things over and over again, particularly questions. So when things aren't going well and you get into the the moment and you capture your thoughts and realize your thoughts are actually questions and they're questioning you in a negative way, such as saying, why does this always happen to me? So your first step is to realize that this is a process that is happening. And then once you've done that, realize that, hey, we can look at those questions as we've talked about in past episodes, but not in the moment because – If you try and challenge those questions in the moment, you'll probably have mediocre results, if any. What you really need to do is something a little bit more drastic, and that's to do with some modalities. So when you hear that voice in your head or the thought that says, why is this always happening to me? You have to change that voice. Change that voice so it's one of a cartoon character, a sexy voice, something that throws you off and changes you from that mindset into another place. And once you hear that, suddenly it doesn't have the power behind it. So changing sub-modalities is a powerful way in order to affect results in changing your emotion. If you want another way, on the internal, then you could do something similar to what we're talking about on the external. So on the external, we're looking at filling up your conscious mind with things that you can see on the outside. There is a technique where you can fill your mind up with things that are happening on the inside that you select. And so that means that if you're into, let's say, sports like football, if you know all of the team members that play on your favorite team, if you think about these team members one at a time and try and recall their stats as quick as you can, and once you get up to player 10 or 12, you'll probably realize that, hey, if you have been focusing and your focus is taken off the negative thoughts, and then you're in that neutral place. Now, this is not to say that you feel amazing in that place, but it means you have clarity because it's all about that negative spiral that brings all of us down. So the best thing that I can suggest to you, whether it's internal, whether it's external, what you need to do is to get into that place where you can be strong, where you can be in charge, And this may mean saying no to negative thoughts and yes to focusing on something else which will distract you that takes up your conscious attention which allows you to no longer be controlled by the negative energy and from that place you can do whatever you want, particularly overcome stress and anxiety.